Welcome to Emerge, and this is our podcast. Emerge is a place where we're all about raising champions fully devoted to Christ. We want to say thank you for joining us today. We hope that this message encourages and uplifts you. Enjoy the message. All right, so this morning we begin a new series titled Fight for It. Tell someone next to you, fight for it. Fight for it, fight for it, fight for it. So it's, it's, it's centered around prayer and fasting. On prayer and fasting. Let me read from Matthew 17, 14 to 21. Let me read this real quick. Matthew 17 from verse 14 to 21. I'll title this first part, prayer is. Prayer is. It says, and when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus, rebuked, and Jesus rebuked the demon. And it came out of him. And the child was killed from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. For surely I say to you, If you have faith, as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it, will be, and it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. That's not the first time people will take issues to the disciples. That's not the first time they've prayed, you know, for a sick person to be healed. Or prayed on people's cases. But this time around, they took this boy there. Thank you. This time around, they took this boy there and they tried casting out the demon. And the demon said, who are you? <laughs> what are you trying to do? They couldn't. And then the parents was now forced to take the child to Jesus, and reported to the disciples, your, your boys, I tried, come on demon. <laughs> they couldn't cast out the demon. I didn't want to come and meet you. I didn't want to disturb you. I said, I thought you trained them enough. So we took the boy to them, but they couldn't cast out the demon. So please, can you help cast out the demon? And Jesus did that. That was embarrassing for the disciples, I'm sure you know. <clears throat> so they went to meet him later and said, how come we couldn't cast out the demon? And Jesus said, if you have faith, faith is one thing. You believing it's possible is one thing. And I said, however, this type wouldn't go out except by prayer and fasting. Meaning that there, there are levels of command in the spiritual realm. You know, it's like you're, for those who are in the military here, or maybe you've 
been there before. You know, you have you have um you have a a a, a that would be a what do you call them now? You know, Cornell. You know, you have a Cornell, and then after a Cornell, you have maybe a um a a Lieutenant Cornell, and then a a a major general and then a general you know there are different ranks do you understand so the same thing also applies in the spiritual realm the same thing applies in, you know you might be here and you can pray for a friend who has a headache and the headache goes instantly but there might be another case that you're not able to handle and if some of you are here you can't even pray for your own headache to go that's it that's a level it's a level. So Jesus said, except by prayer and fasting, this type wouldn't go out. Not praying and fasting in the moment. No, it's not a matter of, you know, they, they come to you and like, ah, I've not prayed and ah, I need to, ah, I didn't fast. Can, can you wait a second? Let me just quickly go and fast and pray and then we'll come back and we'll cast this demon in Jesus' name. No. What he's saying is, except you have a lifestyle of prayer and fasting, Jesus was ready. He said, bring him here. Out. And the demon was gone. You have to ensure that you have a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. Of prayer and fasting. There is no situation that is bigger than any one of us. God has given us, in his word, he says that all authority has been given unto you to tread and trample upon serpents and scorpions and on all the powers of the enemy. So we already have the authority. It's a matter of exercising that. So this morning, I'll be kicking this off with a little background of, you know, what prayer is. Prayer, pray, prayer is just, it's, it's as simple as communicating with God. It's just a way of communicating with who? With God. Now, it's important to understand that prayer is not a monologue. A lot of times whenever we pray, we just want to talk to God. For him to just hear us. But we forget the fact that God also wants to talk to us. Prayer is meant to be a dialogue. Not only one person talking to the other, but two people talking to it together. If you go with me into Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Matthew 7, verse 7 says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. The first thing I want you to know is this. Prayer is asking. Prayer is what? It's asking. One of the things we do in the place of prayer is to ask God for things. God expects us to ask him. Even though he knows what we need, he still wants us to ask him. Because if he keeps providing without asking, then there won't be any need for communication. my um my kids you know they have as their father i can 
My wife is back. I can't talk about her now, so I have to talk about my kids. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so welcome back. <laughs> so, my kids. As the father, I, I know what they need. I know what they need. They don't have to ask me for me to give them what they need because I already know the things they need. I've already provided the things they need. But they know to come and ask me for me to give them the authority to take what has already been, pro been provided for them. My kids will come and ask. They will, they can, my son, especially, I have a five-year-old son. My son, <laughs> my son would, um, my son would, you know, he would, he would want to use the bathroom, pee or stuff like that. He would go past the bathroom, come to me and ask him, Daddy, can I use the bathroom? Like, you just, if you pee on yourself, my friend, you just passed the bathroom. What? You didn't have to ask me for that. You should have just branched there and saved me cleaning up. You know, that's, that's my son for you. My son will ask you for anything. Daddy, Daddy, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Daddy, can I ask you a question? That's how it starts. Prayer is what is asking. Prayer is not assuming. No, we assume that God knows. He will do it. Yeah, he knows. But he wants you to communicate with him and ask him. And ask him. In James chapter 4 verse 3. James 4 verse 3 says. You ask and do not receive. Because you ask amiss. That you may spend it on your pleasures. You ask and you do not receive. It's possible to ask and not receive. So what God is saying here is this. Why do you want that thing you're asking me for? What's the intention behind that job you want? Why do you want that car? Is it to show off? Why do you want that kind of money? Why? It says you ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss. You ask the wrong way. Not because God cannot give, but just because of the way you are asking. The reason you're asking, is it for selfish reasons? The reason you're asking, does it glorify God in any way? Does it add to the kingdom of God in any way? That's one of the mistakes a lot of people make. Don't miss next week's Sunday. Because next week's Sunday I'll be talking about how to receive from God. You've been praying, you've been praying, you've been praying. But you've not been receiving. There is a way to receive from God. One of the ways is to know how to ask. Is to know how to ask. Prayer isn't just asking. Prayer is seeking. Prayer is what? Seeking. It says, 
Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13 says, so, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will ask me, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with your own heart. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. When you're seeking God, what you're trying to do is to know him more. Prayer isn't just asking. Prayer is also seeking. It says that you will seek me and you will find me. To know me more, to know my ways. Daniel 11.32 says that those who know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. The result of seeking God is knowing God. The result of knowing God is great exploits. You will seek me and find me. Where you seek me with your whole heart. Not serving another God and me at the same time. There's something about the knowledge of God. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, yes, even though prayer is asking, you can get to the point where before you even ask, God has added. A few months back, my wife and I were talking about something, you know, some, there's something you know, that, I, that I want and you know, she was like, oh, that I should ask. You know, talk to the person, this and that, and ask. I said, you know what? I won't ask. I said, I won't ask. I said, I believe God will give me. I won't ask. Let me just face this thing, this word. I won't. A month later, on a platter of gold, that was I was just given to me. Then I went to meet her. I said, I told you, I won't ask. She had a point. She said, you know what? You have, to, you have to open up your mouth and talk. And I believe that. But in your walk with God, when you've gotten to points where you seek him to continue to know him more, Isaiah 65 verse 24 says, it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. That's the level where we should all get to. That before I call God, God has answered. While I'm still speaking, he has heard me. I can't remember the last time I prayed to God. I had a prayer point that God, I need a car, I need a car, 
I need a car. Provide me with a car in the name of Jesus. I, I, I can't remember the last time I asked for such things. Because I believe that if I can seek him, and God says I'm seeking him, he will add unto me. David sought God with his whole heart. And God was the one that meant to meet David and said, I've given you everything. What else do you, this is a blank check. What do you want me to do for you? And David's answer was still about the kingdom of God. When you prioritize the kingdom of God, when you make God a priority, everything about God, when he saturates you, he will add to you unless God is a liar and is not. Every week, the leaders here, we, you know, we meet about twice a week, praying, praying for the church, praying for the service, praying for you guys. It has never happened that we came and we said, oh, let's pray. Oh, somebody needs a car. Oh, somebody needs uh, money. So, no. Just praying for a revival. Praying for the move of God. Father, we're praying for healing in the service. Lord, we want breakthroughs. Lord, we want deliverance. Everyone coming with any kind of issues, we pray for answers. We pray for solutions. That's all our prayer. That's all it's about. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. No one has to beg you to serve God. You know, do you know how you seek God? You seek God by devoting yourself to his word and doing exactly what his word says. If he says in his word, serve me, then serve him. If he says, love me and love your neighbors, then love him and love those around him. It's as simple as that. that that's, that's what seeking God is. <laughs> and before you know it, it will begin to talk to you. You will begin to have revelations of things that you can't even see in the word. That's what you call the rema of the word. I, this, I got this directly from God. Things you've never had anywhere before that you know is, is for you. Oh, man, I've seen. God has spoken to me. I've, I've, I've seen him move in my life. In these very short years of mine. And I believe I haven't seen anything even yet. Seek God. I told you guys I've been in this church for 15 years. My friends, all my friends, they know me. They call me church boy. They call me church boy. I have friends who will come from out of town. They won't call me. But instead of going home, they will come to church first because they know they will find me in church. Right? I've had friends. They will just come to church. And before you know it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Seeking God isn't just being in church. Seeking God is a lifestyle. Everywhere you go, you are light. Everywhere you go, you represent Christ. Everywhere you go, you enter an environment and power is there. You enter an environment and peace is there. Your life becomes a living testimony. People will come and say, they just want to shake you because they believe you carry something. 
prayer is seeking God. It's seeking God. You asked him for a job, he gave you the job. Then why are you now unfaithful in your giving? So now it's time to give. You are now being very controversial. That's when you know the Bible. <laughs> Father, Old Testament, New Testament, this is what it, you know. When you were asking for the job and crying, I did Do you think God needs the things you need? What is he doing with a car in heaven? Who can hire God? If he says, go back and tell people what I've done for you. Share your testimony. You have testimonies today. To the glory of God. Do you know why we keep seeing testimonies frequently? Like every Sunday there's a testimony, right? The word of God says that let the people praise the whole Lord. Let the people praise thee. And then the earth shall yield its increase. If we don't share people's testimonies, you will not see other testimonies. Testimonies breed testimonies. Graduated, passed NCLEX exam, nursing, journey mercies, got married, immigration, everything going well in accordance to God's plan. Tell someone next to you, prayer is seeking. And the third one I'll talk about this morning is this. Prayer is knocking. Prayer is what? <laughs> Prayer is knocking. Whenever you knock, you knock to gain access into a place. Right? You knock on a door to gain access into a place. In the spiritual realm, um, don't be surprised. There are doors in the spirit. They are doors. Paul said, an effective door has been opened up unto me, but there are many what? Adversaries. Meaning that those doors, doors of opportunities, doors of healing, doors of greatness, they are there. They are there for you and I to walk into. But there are many adversaries between us and the door. The enemy knows that once we get to that door, it will be opened. All we have to do is just knock on that door. Once we do that, it will be what? It will be open. So all he's doing is to ensure that we don't even get to the door. We don't even get to the door. So it will, it will make sure that whenever you're praying, you know, you're praying with, with malice. You're praying with anger. You know, you just cuss someone out a few moments ago. And with the same mouth, you just go and want, want to knock. You, you, can't, you can't get to the door. I wish you would see this. There are so many things in God's word that stand in the way of our prayers and our answers. That's why I really don't want you to miss next week. I don't want you to. You've been praying. You've been praying. You've been praying. 
but there are some things that you need to do to get answers. Things stand in the way of us and the, our doors of blessing and breakthrough and opportunities. So prayer is what is knocking, is knocking, is knocking. That's where spiritual warfare comes in. You pull down strongholds. You fight against the enemy. You already have victory. You just have to step into it. Prayer is knocking. Let me end with this. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, Jeremiah 33 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Call to me and I will answer you. I love it when God says that. He says, call to me, I will answer you. You know, you will go and, you know, you will search for me. You will seek me with your heart and you will find me. He says, call to me, I will answer you. He says, before you call, I will answer. While you are still speaking, I will hear you. God is there. We are the ones that make him seem far away. <laughs> because we are the ones who are far from him. God is there. Call me and I will answer you. Not the answer that you want sometimes. It can be the answer you want. It can be the answer that he wants. But when you call, he would answer. Now, check this out. And show you great and mighty things which you do not know. You asked for the job. He didn't give it to you. You say, but... Don't just go with that answer. Let me show you why I didn't give it to you. Or let me show why you're not getting it now. Or you asked for this, and I gave it to you right away. Okay, calm down. This is the reason why you got it now. Great and mighty things which you, you don't know it. You don't know. You can't begin to guess and assume. That, oh, this is probably the reason why I got this. No. It's what says that as high as the heavens are from the earth, so are my ways from your ways. You can't guess the ways of God. As a matter of fact, I tell my wife, I say, once God sees that we're about to guess it, he changes it. You can never guess the ways of God. You can never. So, as we continue in this series of, of, of prayer and fasting, I want you to open up your hearts because you're about to walk into a realm of perpetual victory. Amen. I'll pray that again. You're about to walk into a realm of perpetual victory Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. There's nothing cool about not knowing how to pray. Letting the enemy harass you. You shouldn't even be able to stand in and look you in the eyes. It's, it's, it's there. Says all the powers of the enemy under our feet. Don't miss anything. Don't miss any Sunday. The next three, four Sundays. And from then, victory will be yours on all sides. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shall we rise up on our feet this morning? And a special thanks to those of you who give to our service. It is because of you we are able to spread the gospel and touch the souls of young adults. 
If you'd like to give, you can do so on our app, Emerge Champs, or go to our website, www.emergechamps.org. We pray you have a blessed week and see you next time. Bye.